Hi everyone, it's Karina, your unofficial self-proclaimed big sister, and welcome to the Been There Felt That podcast, a podcast where we talk about all the topics that you just can't bring up with anybody. Um, Before we get started, just a quick reminder, I'm not a mental health specialist or a therapist, so you have to take everything I say with a grain of salt. Everything that I speak on are things that I've experienced, but you can always head over to our Instagram page at Been There Felt That Pod for resources and trigger warnings, including the ones for today's episode. Happy Valentine's Day. Now, Valentine's Day is one of my favorite holidays because I absolutely love all things related to love. So I may or may not have planned this out perfectly because today's guest is actually my boyfriend, Zay. Welcome to the podcast. But before we jump into today's topic, do you want to share a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, Like you said, my name is Zay. I'm 27 years old and I'm an individual contractor. And also a father. Okay, perfect. So my plan for guests is to do a little mental health check-in so we can see where our heads are at, like how you're feeling today, or just in general with how life is going in your 20s. So how are you feeling? I'm good. I could be better, but, you know, I'm living. All right. Neutral. We love that. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's just get started, though. Today, we're actually not talking about anything romantic because there's honestly no fun in predictability. I'm sure you were like, oh, boyfriend episode, let's get lovey. But we actually are going to go into the opposite direction and talk about friendships and even deeper into that toxic friendships. And more importantly, grieving the loss of people who still exist. Um, I know the word toxic is super cringe and overused, so don't cancel me for this, but WebMD says that a toxic person is anyone whose behavior adds negativity and upset to your life. So I have a couple stories to guide us. Let's jump into it. All right. So our first Reddit story is from the subreddit Toxic Friends, and it's finally cut off my childhood best friend that I've known since I was 10 years old. I'm a guy and I've been friends with another guy that I've known since grade school. My parents always told me that he was a bad influence and honestly he was. Hanging around with him led to nothing but trouble and bad grades, but I've always had a big heart and looked past that because he, because I actually thought he was my friend. He's given me a couple of signs to end our friendship, such as wanting to borrow money so he could buy drugs, money that I would never see again. I also worked hard to buy my first car at 18 and he'd always want to hang out after that, but hanging out to him was just me driving him all over and wasting gas that he didn't refill. Not to mention, he only wanted to be my friend when I had money or a car, but when I was broke and I sold my car, he was never around. Him and I have also gotten into several fights throughout our friendship, but none ever got physical. He would get really messed up on drugs and get aggressive with me and want to fight. And he'd also bully me by saying he could beat me in a fist fight any day because we play fought one time when we were little and he won. My dumb self would always forgive him and not stand up for myself, even though all the signs told me to drop the friendship. This most recent time was the last straw for me. My girlfriend and I got a hotel room and a few beers and I invited him and his girlfriend to come and stay the night with us. They're in a toxic relationship and he's hit her before. And when we invited them, they were already arguing. He got really drunk and was getting in my face the whole night and trying to start a fight with me for no reason at all. 
I put up with this for eight hours. Then he got in his girlfriend's face and was about to hit her in front of their one-year-old baby. I told him to calm down and he started pushing me and we ended up fighting. Luckily, my girlfriend called security, but they kicked all of us out and I got a 90-day ban on that hotel, all because this idiot wanted to puff his chest and act tough. After we left, his girlfriend took him home and he ended up beating her when they got home. I sacrificed way too much for him and dealt with way more than I had to, and he never even considered me his best friend. Glad to say I cut him out of my life for good this time. And P.S. I won the fight in the hotel. So this one was not a typical, like, am I the asshole story. It was more like, this is something that they did. So what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I definitely think that he should have cut him off a long time ago. Friends shouldn't be uh, trying to fight each other and using each other, you know. So I definitely would have cut him off a long time ago. I had a friend like that when I was younger. I um, There's like no beef between us right now. Like she has a family. She has a husband. She has kids. Like she's doing really well for herself. But for the longest amount of time, I felt like, because she was older than me she's only older than me by like a year but she was older than me so she was always doing like the cool stuff and i'm like i want to go hang out with this person so i can do this so i can do this so i can do this and then she was always hanging out with the people that were her age except when she needed something from me right. like she needed money like literally this exact situation when she needed money because i had a job or when she needed me to pick her up or take her somewhere. And it was like, eventually I just got to the point where I didn't really care about her anymore. And I don't know, we kind of just grew apart. But like I said, we don't have we don't have beef or anything. It was just like, I realized that she wasn't prioritizing me as a friend, like when she hit a certain point in her life. Right. I think, <clears throat> I think me, myself, I think it's different for me because I think what made everything about our friendship difference because we went through the same struggle. So it made us closer, you know, mm-hmm. when one person had have something, the other person had it. So we did everything together, you know, our bond was really close, but I never went through no, nothing like that. Somebody using each other for things. So I guess I got lucky with that. So do you think that people keep friends around for time? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll say, when you get used to somebody, you know, you don't really see their ways. You kind of make excuses, I guess. So you feel like some people are just stuck in their ways where you either deal with it or leave. But I have some friends that um, I consider family. So I never, you know, felt like I could get rid of them. You know, that's all I know. Mm-hmm. But um, But do you think having that mentality of, like, your friends becoming your family and yeah. you feeling like they, like, they... Not necessarily that they can't do wrong, but just that, like, they have a permanent just kinda, spot in your life. Yeah, you, you just, just kind of look past it. the bullshit. But it's just, like, I think it gets easier as you get older. Like, you kind of you kind of outgrow people, you know? That makes sense. Yeah, you can naturally but naturally distance yourself. Yeah, yeah, you know, you don't have the same things in common, you know, whatever. At the time, you're younger, you're kind of doing stuff because the other person is doing it. can't think for yourself. But, um yeah um i definitely reached that point where i'm cutting people off because it's like we don't have anything in common you know well keeping with that same idea then 
do you do you think that you can have friendship like friendships can end by drifting apart or do you think there needs to be like a split like a, a split like, a like break the, up, the other part yeah essentially a friendship no, I think breakup, that, like I mean, them knowing what they did if you if you both know what's up then it's you don't have to say it i guess you know like you know what you did yeah but is that situational like is it's like okay we don't nothing happened between us we just grew apart mm -hmm. versus like they they did me bogus so i'm just gonna step back from that or i'm gonna say something to them about it like do you feel like that's situational because i i mean yeah you can naturally drift from somebody that you have no beef with but if you actually have an issue or something actually happened do you think it's better to just let it die or to confront I mean, it i'm it's me myself i can't speak for everybody um uh, me myself if i feel some type of way i'm gonna address it mm -hmm. i gotta address it because it's gonna bother me it's gonna bother me you mm -hmm. know I can't just be like, whatever, and, you know, not talk to you. I might, I might stop talking to you for a week or whatever. You know, a I might week, feel some type of, you know, you know, how my, my friends know, like, you know, when I feel some type of way, I might stop talking to you for a little bit. I come back around, which I need to be better at communicating at times. But like, no, for real though, if I really cut you off, I'm a, I'm gonna let you know, like, okay, I feel like you did this, you did that. I can't mess with you no more, mm -hmm. you know, because. I want somebody to do that to me or even then. So like, before it gets to that point, I want you to tell me what I'm doing right. I mean, what I'm doing wrong. Mm -hmm. So usually I'll talk to somebody else like, Hey, like, am I tripping for, you know, about this situation? Like a third party or yeah, you basically a third party, else a third party, like a, a mutual friend between okay. us. So it don't come off as if they're taking my side or telling me what I need to hear. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But I definitely feel like it's something that you should address easily. Okay. All right, so this next one is like asking for advice, am I the asshole type story, um, but it deals with a friendship of 13 years. I'm hearing that there's some manipulation in the story. There's a very specific timeline as well. So there's a lot of like, okay, fast forward to this year, fast forward to this year. And then um, there's like a girl involved. So I'm wondering if we'll also have to get into a conversation about accountability and like holding your friends accountable for the things that they yeah. do. Okay, so I'm a 21 year old male and my best friend, I'll call him Mike, who's also 21, have been best friends for about 13 years now. We've literally told people that our parents that we were, and our parents that we were born with different parents, but we were brothers for life. We played sports together all through grade school and he even helped me to boost my stats in high school so that I could go to college to play basketball. When I tell you I love this dude, he's like my, bro my blood brother. This is not an exaggeration. When his grandparents died, I was there for him and made sure that he was okay. This dude is for real my little brother. Our bond is unbreakable. Fast forward to when we're 15, I get with my now fiance, who's been in both of our lives, mine since I was in first grade, him since he was three years old because they grew up together. My group of friends that I have had, um, we've been best friends literally since we were children and babies. He doesn't accept my girlfriend at first, but he realizes that they were we were serious so that he needed to be serious about her as well. He accepted the fact that she's in my life now, but I didn't ever make him feel like he wasn't loved and always made sure he was okay because that's my little bro and nothing breaks the bond that we had. My fiance now even tells me I'm not gonna come between you and your best friend because I know Mike is like a brother to you. Fast forward to summer of 2019. I'm in between Texas and Kansas as I'm in college and playing ball as well. 
I only have short breaks at home, so I like to spend most of my time with my fiance because long distance never allows me to see her like we'd wish. Mike tells me we don't hang out as much, and I make it a point that I'm sorry I've neglected him a bit and how I need to see my girlfriend at the time because she needed me when I was in town since she didn't get to see me at all. I apologize to him and promise that we would that I would make time for him. We got to hang out more often, and I balanced the two best that I could, and it was fine because my fiance understood. Fall 2021. Mike met a girl on Tinder. I'm hyped. I'm excited for him. I've been waiting to meet this girl so we could go on double dates. We'd always joke and say that we would grow up together and we were going to move right next door to each other and have a pool in our backyard and everything like that. Our bond was like Sean and Gus from Psych. Heck, never seen that. Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I came home for a family wedding. I met his girlfriend. She was awesome. Um, her and my girlfriend hit it off. Everything was awesome. We were all getting along, and I don't think anything of it. October 2021 comes around. He said fall before, so I'm wondering if, like, first three of September, this one's October. Um, I get a call from Michael. I'm in Kansas. He tells me, hey, man, I messed with a girl on Snap. We were just texting, though, and now my girlfriend doesn't trust me. In my mind, I see stuff wrong with this because she's only acting like he slept with a girl when he only texted her. Side note, I don't support cheating in any way, and I myself don't hang out with or text girls one-on-one purely out of respect for my relationship with my fiancé. Following the following month, my little brother reaches out to me and says Mike stopped coming over and my sister reaches out to me saying Mike doesn't talk to us anymore. So what's up? So I asked Mike and he tells me that his girlfriend said he wasn't able to talk to my sister anymore without her being there because my sister's in love with him. First of all, my sister's a 26 year old woman who's known Mike all her life. Trust me, she is not interested in him. I find it weird and Mike never reaches out to clarify anything, but waits till I reach out and ask him what's up. He tells me she doesn't like my sister and she doesn't trust her because of past relationships. And I don't know what that means. Now it's 2022. Mike and I and our best friend, who we consider a sister, invited us to a party. We all attended, but at the last minute, Mike backed out without an excuse. Like we usually do to one another, we began to mess with Mike and call him over and over again. Like in typical fashion, he thinks it's a joke and he tells us to stop. Well, what we didn't know was that his girlfriend was with him and she was very frustrated with us for inviting him to a party and not talking directly to her to invite her, which doesn't make any sense because in our friend group, if you have a significant other, you can get a plus one. It doesn't matter. To save some characters, she blows up, calls his sister threatening, saying that she'll spray the block and what? Uh, Okay, tell me. No, 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 no. See, look, see, now, see, these are black people. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all was thinking it. I said it. I, was, I can't say what I wanted to say, but I was are... not. First of all, I wasn't thinking it because he kept saying, "Yeah, we were her bros." I was not thinking that. Spray the block. Oh well, now listen. I, well, now I could see it. Listen, I got this. Black people, continue. <laughs> oh my God! Come on. Okay, she says she'll spray the block and in the process makes Mike choose his friendship with me over his relationship with her. Mike and this girl have only been dating for four months at this point. Well, we tell Mike about the phone call that multiple people heard and and he says she tells him that none of that happened and that she didn't know what she was saying on the phone when she said it. She then convinced Mike that we didn't love him and that if we did, we would not only apologize to her and to him, but invite her with us everywhere we go, no matter what we're doing, because she doesn't want Mike to go anywhere without her. 
Fast forward to today, I get a phone call from a mutual friend and she's crying saying, I tried to apologize to Mike and he told me we were never friends and we aren't friends because his girlfriend doesn't like me and he never liked me. Even though he said he loved her like a sister literally last week. Mike's changed almost completely in the past three months after dating this girl. And now she's pregnant with his kid. Well, oh my God, the plot Mike's is thickening. There, Mike is out of there. Mike could be back. <laughs> Mike could be back real soon. No, it sounds like the city boys are down one. He's completely cut his his once close friends off, and that doesn't sit well with me at the moment. He still calls me a friend, but am I the asshole if I step away from this toxic friendship as long as he's partnered with that manipulative girl? Sorry, this is a lot, but it's been building for months now. Listen, get rid of Mike ass, all right? We're going to get rid of Mike ass. Mike's um, already gone. Mike is so far gone. Mike is out of there. Um... Wow. Spray the block. I'm Stop. still stuck on the spray the block. There's no, there was all, so many places that story went that I did not expect yeah, it to go. First of all, he got his timeline. Like, damn. Like, he wrote this shit down when it was <laughs> happening. Like, he, he was note, keeping a noted, diary. Noted. Yeah. Um, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. It's a no for me. It's a no for me. Okay, um, let's break Mike it. Mike is out of there. Let's break it down. She's out of here. Girlfriend, four months. Four months. First crazy. of all, if you listen to my last episode, I talked about codependency and I shared with the group here that when you go out with your friends, I know very much so that's healthy and that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I know I should do that too, mm -hmm. but I have to Get be okay. Get y'all guys night and girls night, please. But I know Give y'all boyfriends a break. <laughs> I have to be okay with doing things by myself. Hold on. Let me, hold on. Let the, let the guy play the game, okay? Let him play the game. Leave him alone, okay? Y'all hear me? Anyways, point of me saying that is, so, like, let's tackle the first thing on the table here, and that's her saying that Mike cannot step foot anywhere without her, without her being invited. Let's be real. She have low self-esteem. I said it. I said it. Okay, we're being low self-esteem. Yeah, messy yeah. like very quickly. Yep, quick. Low self-esteem. Um, she said I'm she blamed it, it on past relationships. No, no, no. Her. She cheated. Okay, oh. I'm gonna say that too. She's a cheater. Cause ain't no way in hell you just gonna put that on your boyfriend like that. Straight out the gate, four months. Y'all having these type of problems at four months? Yeah. Four months. That's supposed to be the honeymoon phase. Yeah, there's. I get that you want to be all in his face and with him all the time, but damn. <laughs> Spray the block. Stop. <laughs> Ain't no way. No, I. it definitely struck me that she had a problem with every single woman in his life. Yeah, and then the best friend... First of all, Mike ain't got no no backbone. That's not okay. It's... it's nah, I, I blame Mike for all of this. Let's give the best friend the writer a name. Let's call him Chris. Chris, okay. Uh, well, first off, Chris, if Mike is questioning every friendship around, you shouldn't get... You should get rid of him. Like, come on, man. But it's the thing is... Uh, and then... Okay. So wait, what, I'm sorry, I cut you off. So Chris, mm -hmm. his sister reached out to Mike and Mike is being rude to his sister. Yeah, so mind you, so Chris and Mike grew up together. Yeah, with okay. sister is so, so five years older than Chris him. has a sister. Yeah, Chris has an older sister and a brother. All of a sudden, Mike stops talking to them and they're like, what? What's wrong with Mike? And then Mike's like, I never liked you. Okay, what? first off, listen, see, that's enough for me right there. First of all, family, come on now. Um, I would have checked his ass. I would never question her. I would have messed. I would have checked his ass. Like you know I know that, you didn't. I know you didn't just talk to my sister like that. You know that TikTok sound? It's on. It's on site. Spraying the spraying block. Spraying the block. 
<laughs> like, no, nah, you don't do that. You so, know that? Do you know that TikTok sound when people are like recording you, but they're recording you in a mirror and they're like telling you like, I work at the bank. Like, like they're forcing you to say something mm-hmm. like they're holding you at gunpoint to say mm-hmm. something. That's how I imagine yeah. Mike on the phone with Chris's sibling. She's just sitting there looking at and him. And the, the girl is like, put it on speaker. She in the passenger seat <laughs> and looking at him. And what tell her said? you never liked her. <laughs> like, um, okay. That was her that was writing those messages. Like, yeah, yeah, no, literally. He's... And then when she sprinkled a little bit of, I don't know what they're talking about. They're lying. They don't even love you into it. Crazy. Ma'am. Crazy. Ma'am. Different type of crazy. Yeah, and toxic relationships, something that will go into deeper in the future. I mean, we pretty much touched a lot of it right now. But spiraling back and keeping the focus really on Chris, is he the asshole for, was question even cutting Mike off? No. no. Oh, but yeah, you a yeah, dummy yeah. for sticking around as long as you did, that's, buddy. That's what he said. For as long as he's Mike is in the relationship with the crazy girl, he doesn't want to be friends with him. And his is he an asshole for that? Because but they've see, been friends forever. But see, I don't I feel like it's just okay, I'm being dramatic, maybe, but I it ain't no coming back from that. Because if she can do all of that in four months and get to cutting everybody off, that's an issue for me. That's enough. She's that's not, enough. She's for me. not burning bridges, she's destroying the bridges like in Batman. It's on site. Like it's when the Joker blew up the bridges, yeah. that's what she's doing. We ain't, we ain't doing Batman right now. But, <laughs> but it's on sight for her at this point. Because I don't blame Chris if he want to catch the fade. If him, if Chris and his sister want to catch the fade with her, then, you know. First of all, let the record show that Chris's sister never liked Mike like that. She probably thought Mike was disgusting. Man, listen. I was about to say something. <laughs> listen, I know a few people... I got a few guys that girlfriends like that too. So, you know. That are cutting people off for trying, you? Attempting, you know, but we ain't going for that. Yeah. You know. All right. I feel like that's a that's a pretty good stopping point. I feel like it might trickle into more so toxic relationships, um, which we will definitely touch on quite soon. Um, but I really just want to leave you with you know, just a little thought here when we're talking about toxic friendships and grieving the loss of people who still exist. Get rid of their ass. Listen, you have to. If you listen, if you question your friendship, get rid of them. Regardless of how long you've it been. It don't matter how long. Them. Listen, I got friends that I just met that I feel like I got a closer connection with. Period. So just go ahead and get rid of them. It is what it is. You might be sad for a few months, maybe a year. Get over it. Not get over it. Get over it. No, 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 no. Don't listen to her. Get over it. Let that shit go. You'll be all right. That's what that's what I'm gonna make your quote on the Instagram. You'll be all right. If you are not following us on Instagram, be sure to follow us at Been There Felt That Pod, and that's where I'm gonna put the quote. You will be all right. The line that we're locked into this week is "You'll be all right." Or spray the block, whichever one y'all want. Oh my god. Leave a comment. Spray the block, or uh, you'll be all right. All right, we're going to wrap that one up here. Um, like I said, if you're not following on Instagram, be sure to follow us at Been There Felt That Pod. And you can find any resources that you might need in the link in our bio on our Instagram. Page. And if y'all want me back on a podcast, just let me know. Let me know. I'll, I'm here. I'm here all the time. She don't let me go nowhere by myself either. <laughs> let me know. All right, happy Valentine's Day. Bye. I'm not going to